For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome in, good evening. This is the Believe in Monsters podcast. Podcast specializing in the Chicago Bears and their horrible football franchise. As we uh, break down every week, and we appreciate you guys tuning in with us for all the Believe in Monsters podcast. We appreciate the Believe Network for putting us on each and every week. My friend Lucas Berry and Chris Krogman, I'm Joe Gaither, are hanging in there watching each and every Bears game and breaking each of them down. Gonna have a fun episode this week after the Chicago Bears lost to the New York Jets to the 31 to 10, and we'll get into it. We'll get into what happened around the game. We'll get, obviously, Justin Fields didn't play, but several other things did happen during the game. So we'll break down some of the implications of Justin Fields not playing and what did happen in the game and kind of what's going on after after the game. As the Bears have uh, what five more five more games left. Uh, five more games left in six more weeks to uh, make it to the end of 2022. And I don't know about you, Luke, but I am ready to see the end of 2022. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. I hope you guys had a uh, happy Thanksgiving there. Uh, can't believe we're already in the next week after that. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm great. You know, this, uh, this Bears team is not too exciting right now. Uh, pretty much the only thing we have to look forward to with this team at this moment is uh, probably just Justin Fields if he returns and then the uh, the NFL draft, which at this point, the Bears have the number two pick. And uh, I think more and more Bears fans are just rooting for losses at this point. Uh, Chris, how you doing, man? Oh, you know, just uh, living the dream over here. Um, Chris, the turkey was excellent on Thanksgiving. Thank you, sir. You're very welcome. Uh, happy to uh, provide for my family and uh, send that over to you. Um, yeah, Thanksgiving, man. That was uh, I can't believe that was uh, that was just like it seems like so long ago, but it was only like well five days ago, and yeah, I ate entirely way too much. Uh, spent time with family though, so that was nice watched all of the football games um yeah then watched the bears just uh i mean it's funny it's not funny but it's like interesting how like it just keeps piling on like justin gets hurt then this game you had eddie jackson go down you had darnell mooney go down mooney is is out for the season most likely with ankle surgery uh, I don't even know where where Eddie stands. I think it was a, a sprain of some year. sort. Sprain of some sort, but is he probably yeah, done for years? They did. They, 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 they said, right. We are. They just said it was a Liz Frank 
a Liz Frank injury, so it's oh. it more. I think a little more serious than a sprain. Fuck. Well, that's not good. Those are not good. But I'm fine. Thank you for asking. Doing well. Luke, you probably paid the most attention to this uh, rainy game, Bears and Jets. Uh, well, okay, back, back up. Let's, let's talk about the circumstances around Justin Fields. Justin Fields is out, uh, obviously, with the strained shoulder kind of uh, injury that he suffered in the week prior. Uh, and so we were all expecting uh, Trevor Simeon to play the game. And then allegedly we get we get uh we get before in the pregame that oh Simeon gets hurt in pregame we're gonna play Nathan Peterman with uh with David Montgomery as the backup. Well, come ten fifteen minutes later, oh Simeon's not out for the game, and Simeon did end up playing for the Bears. And as we talked about off air before we got started. Uh, Luke, you thought the first quarter went well and, and the Bears had a chance. And then kind of uh, talk about what you thought about uh, how, the, how the game unfolded for, for the Bears with the backup quarterback, Trevor Simeon, uh, in, in rainy New York, New Jersey. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think it kind of went how we all expected it to. I think uh, when the game started, I think it probably caught a lot of us by surprise, but I don't know. The NFL is weird sometimes where a backup QB comes in. You don't know what to expect. I mean, with Simeon, the Bears kind of ran a different style of offense. And, uh, you know, after that first quarter, I was like, oh, God, you know, the, the Twitter chatter might heat up after this about how efficient Simeon is versus Fields because I mean, Simeon's just the, uh, you know, the wily vet. He, he knows how to get the ball out quickly. And uh, that's his biggest strength. So. He was doing that, and the Bears marched down the field. Um, then after that, you know, the Jets adjusted, and, and the game was over pretty much. Um, the defense, again, for the Bears looked absolutely horrible. Like, I just – it's crazy how bad they are. I I can't even say, oh, it's – I don't know. It, it is very disappointing to me how bad they are. But obviously they haven't had anyone playing um, on that defense. You know, so many guys hurt. Uh, I guess the biggest takeaway you could take from offense on this is that the Bears should incorporate some of what Simeon does a little bit more with fields of just trying to get the ball out of his hands quicker. Simple passes quick. Simple passes, exactly. I don't know why, because I guess with fields rollout game, you know, it eliminates half the field and there's only so many places to go and defenses now it's coming. So, yeah, if the Bears could do that a little more with fields and maybe fields take some notes on just take the easy pass and, and keep the chains and time moving. But other than that, I don't really know what we could take away from this offensive performance. Oh, and, and throw the ball to Claypool. That, that's another one. Just give him a chance. Chris, what do you think watching this specifically on offense? Uh, I thought this Darrington Evans guy looked pretty solid. He had some quick feet yeah, he did. and made some nice plays. Uh, no idea where he came from, but uh, he looked fantastic. We signed him from the Titans. Nice. Yeah, All right. Season. Really? Yeah, he might have been. He's he's probably been better than Ebner. He looked better than Ebner. Oh, he looked way better than freaking Tristan Tristan Ebner. Uh, Ebner's really disappointed me through for what I thought he would be. I know it was a late round draft pick, but um, kind of a flyer guy out of Baylor. But I thought he would be a little more a fleet of foot. Uh, back. 
He doesn't seem to know how to utilize his speed uh, that he allegedly has. More like track speed than game speed. Um, other than that, like, I thought... I mean, I don't know how much... I don't know how much Fields can do the stuff that Simeon does. I mean, it's really just like... It, he really is a very good timing passer of the football, you know? Uh, Fields doesn't seem to have that part of his game down yet. We've heard lots of people talk about that, like he's not an anticip anticipatory thrower yet, uh, which he can grow into, I'm sure, but... Man, even if yeah. he just gets, like, the, the quick game down, I think even without him throwing many deep balls, I think he'd be damn near undefendable if he can just figure that out a little bit you know that's not even a shot of field just like if he does that like he will be easily a top 10 quarterback oh for sure yeah i agree but uh yeah i mean different offense this week with with simeon i guess the the silver lining in all this is that the bears need a backup qb who can play field style of play so they can they don't have to change their offense weekly because Let's be honest. I mean, with a mobile quarterback, you're probably not going to get 17 games a year out of him. You're going to have two or three games where a backup comes in. I mean, the Bears need, uh, you know, their version of Huntley. He's actually a free agent this year, but I want the kid they need to get you. someone more similar to what Fields can do. I want the kid from UCLA, Dorian Robinson Johnson, or whatever his name is. Joseph, help me out. Shoot. Thompson Robinson, Robinson Thompson, Dorian Thompson Robinson, whatever his name is. He's a senior, I think. Take yeah, the Thompson kid Robinson. Out. Yeah. I'll take him. I'll take the kid from what, What's Ottawa say on that? I said, what did you take away from the game on offense? Oh, oh, uh, from, from offense, I mean, you're playing with one hand behind your back. I mean, you're playing with one hand behind your back from the offensive perspective when you're playing with Trevor Simeon. And then you already know that you don't have uh, Khalil Herbert. So, I mean, David Montgomery, I think you're what? You're 12 games in. You're 12 games into this year, and you've seen that he's going to be – he is what he is. You're probably going to let him walk. And so you don't really have, like, that special of a running room. Uh, and, and, you know, you're going against the Jets who have a good defense or a real good defense. I mean, offensively, it is what it is. Without that running element from the quarterback perspective, you, you lost your ability to, to kind of make, make the magic happen, per se. And so the, the Jets got after you, man. It made you one-dimensional, got up on you. wasn't anything that you, you can do to get up. So, I don't know. I think uh, at this point, you're just looking to see who's going to be here for the, for next year. And in this game, I mean, you you, saw, you see a couple of guys. Obviously, you see it up, up, up front with Tevin Jenkins. You see it with uh, Darnell Mooney. Unfortunately, he gets hurt. You see it with Claypool and Komet. So, like, there's some guys that are going to be here next year. Uh, but I agree with your larger point to get a get a backup quarterback who plays a similar style to to, to Justin Fields and whoever that is. I mean, I have no idea. But but uh, I think that at this point in the season, with how many games you have left and and the production that you've got and the draft position that you're sitting in, 
man, it's all about looking at this roster and seeing who's going to still be here in, in six, six to nine months. Mm. The biggest thing that annoys me about the David Montgomery thing is that I feel like his biggest strength in this offense is his pass catching, and they don't throw him the ball enough. Like when he he had a few screens this game where you get him in the open field and he's picking up massive chunks of yards. I don't know why they don't utilize him more in the pass game. To me, that is a little bit weird. Because I think he's really a tough to tackle one-on-one in space. I think it's really he tough is. to tackle, but as far he as is. is he going to break it, is he going to break away like from the eye formation or from the shotgun on like an inside zone or anything like that? It's like no, nah, he. I mean, he, he might get you seven eight yards. Uh, he 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 might break you off a chunk play, but he's ne- he's not the type of back that's going to score that. Uh, so you you do want to see him in the and, and Luke to your point also. I mean. He he's the best pass blocking running back that you've got by far. Uh, so That's you'd true. like to see him. I mean, I, I I don't know if you I don't I don't know if you pay him next year, uh, and if you do, hopefully it's a team friendly deal. But I think you probably are end up looking at your last at your last five games with David Montgomery, and to me that's kind of a shame, uh, but. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what kind of contract you uh, he commands in the offseason. Yeah, I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him back. I would too. I would. Uh, I would say, like you said, Luke. I mean, the the free agency class is loaded. The draft class is loaded. That could be to the Bears' favor with re-signing Montgomery if they wanted to do so. Again, again, we've talked about this lots of times on this podcast about. Uh, Montgomery's usage in the passing game and why they they don't do it uh you see him you know first drive of the game there's a third and six he catches one in the flat and turns it up for 15 20 yards uh catches balls over the middle turns them into big chunk plays I just don't understand it it doesn't make any sense to me I don't know he's not somebody I want to tackle one-on-one I want friends no. and I want to tackle uh, David Montgomery. Well, I want friends or I want him limited to... limited on options, uh, you know, bottled up in the backfield. Oh. Yeah, this offense is going to be uh, without Mooney. Um, I oh. mean, someone's it's Claypool. I mean, it's going to be good to see Claypool get more reps as the one, I guess, the number one target. Um, we'll see if he can, uh, you know, break out a little bit here the last few weeks. I don't know. This offense is just boring without fields. Uh, so, There's nothing exciting about it. Remind me what what Nikhil Harry's status is. He's he's back off the IR, right? Yeah, he's. I I don't know why he hasn't played. He he. Yeah, that's a great question. Because I haven't seen him in weeks. Byron Pringle had a nice catch over the middle for that touchdown, for the yeah, only I touchdown. I mean, he he took the ball away. He also had another one of those late in the fourth quarter. Uh, <laughs> terrible throws, to be honest. I mean, the result was great, but balls were behind him. Uh, he just took the ball away. Uh, I have no idea why the fuck McKeel Harry isn't playing. Last couple of weeks, I mean, he, he, he returned. I think they've been giving his reps to Claypool. 
Uh, okay, all right. Well, they basically kept ESB and Pettis on the field. I think they pretty much just gave Harry's reps to Claypool and uh, the other reps to Pringle, pretty much. Yeah, he's a healthy scratch, and then well, Pettis he missed week Pettis and Pringle. You got illness. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, you're good. You're good. Uh, you got to assume Dante Pettis and you got to assume Pringle are probably gone. Uh, who you got to assume that Claypool is back. Um, uh, do, do, do you bring back Nikhil Harry? That's the thing when you're looking at this wide receiver room. You bring back, do you bring back Nikhil Harry? I, I'm assuming that ESB is back because I think they like him, his fit, and, and what he does in the running game. But when you're looking at this wide receiver room, you're looking at Claypool, ESB, and obviously Mooney, duh. And kind of, kind of, kind of, what, what, what are you working with from there uh, after that? I mean, I thought Harry would be back up until the draft. I'm sure he's under contract for, for another year. Harry? I don't think so. I could be wrong, but I thought he only signed a one year deal. I mean, when you healthy scratch. This is he's only under contract for one year. I mean, when you're a healthy scratch, this this late in the game, there that something's wrong. There's there's no reason for him to be a healthy scratch. I mean, other than that, he's very similar to the rest of the receivers they have. If you're just looking to do something different, yeah. So Pettis is on a one year deal. They're not going to go out of their way to resign him. Uh, Byron Pringle, what, what? How long was his deal? I think his deal is two years. Well, he fucking sucks. Uh, no, one year deal, four, uh, four years. Your cat disagrees. Byron Pringle is the chips. He ain't no good. All in. He ain't no good? How about our okay. defense? How about our defense? What defense? Dude, it's it honestly terrifies me that Fluce is our head coach on defense is this bad. They're horrible. Like they're just fundamentally bad. They're just they do bad things. They're horrible. They're bad and they do bad things. That is Well well it's not just like they suck, it's like they fundamentally like look fucking lost out there. Yeah, they don't tackle. They don't tackle very well at all. Exactly. That's what I mean. It's like they don't do the little things, which I thought Fluce would at least bring to these guys. I mean, it's it definitely worries me a little bit. I don't know. How do you feel going into next year that maybe they just need players or is this a coaching issue as well? Hard to say. Hard to say without the talent. I mean, they looked good at the beginning of the year when they had different players, you know, and when you see guys that are flying around making plays, it makes you want to fly around and make plays. And when nobody out there can make a fucking play, you're just like, well, I don't, I don't know. Jack Sanborn's just out there because he doesn't know any better because he's just been balling out since he was in high school. So I think he's just a different breed. But like, I don't know. Jalen Johnson's still solid. Uh, yeah, he, he, he did have a solid game. 
uh eddie jackson Vildor, you know Vildor, still had Vildor a, fell off Vildor had a had a rough game against one of the best rookie wide receivers in in football but that uh that lack of tackle when jackson got hurt was pretty pretty weak uh execution on Vildor's part i mean Vildor has some nice plays from time to time but he also I, man he seems to be he seems to get beat on tight coverage every time like when he like even when he's right on top of his man the guy catches the damn ball and i just don't understand what the problem is but there are times where he just looks absolutely atrocious like like that's yeah, i would down. say corners corner's still a decent need for the bears heading into the offseason at least one i mean we don't know about gordon and vildor I mean, they they they, pre- they need someone with Jalen Johnson, and then they could either move Gordon inside or whatever, sign someone inside. But I think corners a, a low key need for this team that I didn't think they would need this year, to be honest, or next year. Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, we talked about outside of Vildor, who do they have? I mean, if they didn't draft Kyler Gordon, this is the this is the you know cornerback and crew we'd be looking at with. Lamar Jackson and do you sign somewhere else? I saw that'd be terrible. They'd be terrible without. I mean, Gordon's not amazing, but gonna trade right, 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 exactly. Uh, and then Elijah I guess I'm just coming from like the per- hot trash. He was bad. Yeah, I think I'm coming from the perspective of all right. Maybe Gordon's not as good as we thought he'd be right now. Oh no! Really not. Maybe they still need to look for someone while still continuing to develop Gordon. I mean, regardless, uh, yeah, this defense is just bad. They need um, to take the I best mean, player available with that number two overall pick. Is what they need to do. No way. They need to get the draft trade back. They need to get the draft haul of a lifetime. Especially especially if they can trade back with a team like Detroit or, or someone where they could possibly stay in the top five and also get a pick in the twenties, like that would be perfect for their for their scenario to get two guys out of this first round this year and stay in the top five or top ten. Give me Jalen Carter. If they somehow traded back and still landed him, that would be that would be great. We'll see. They have plenty of options. That's that's what's great. They have plenty of options. Yeah, this football team just needs a lot of help, and you just got to start, in my opinion, closest to the football on every play. And I think you've got, I think you've got uh, the, the quarterback on the offensive side. I think that you have at least the center that y'all thought y'all wanted in Lucas Patrick or whatever. Um, so you flip to the other side of the ball and you go get Carter. And you just work your way from there. Stay closest to the football. Start developing your football your your football team from the inside out. What does Lucas Patrick have to do with that? Any any center? He's hurt. So, so he's at least going to be the center for next year. Mm, he's a two year deal. I don't, I don't guarantee that he plays. Or well, I hope not. He stinks. Yeah. I hope or he even make, or even makes the team. No, Sam Mustafer stinks. That guy's. Oh, he's so bad. He's so. Oh, I, I just, dude, he, 
And that's what's wrong with your offense. Your interior right next to the football. I mean, you working your way from the inside out. Your interior is terrible. I mean, if they got a guard next year, what would you do with Cody? Would you put him back at center? I mean, his shotgun snaps make me want to punch my TV. So I don't remember if he's good enough, like as a as a as a functional center to play center or what they do with him. I mean, I think Jenkins is probably locked in at guard. Uh, Should be. Bol- Borum's he might be an all-pro this year. I don't know about all that. Jenkins is Jenkins has been phenomenal this year. Yeah, but ain't nobody on this Bears offense going to be an all-pro. Jenkins has been pretty damn good. Yeah, man, I just watched him move a guy out the way, and I'm watching him hit, uh, pancake another guy, but the way the rest of the offense functions, they don't care. I mean, they still don't know what they have in Braxton Jones either. He looks like he has some promise, but if they can upgrade a left tackle, I don't think they can deny that opportunity. I, I mean, realistically, they could have up to four new starters on the offensive line next year but they they just have so much work to do joe you're absolutely right in the trenches that's why i think getting more picks is just that's what they got to do because they have so many holes to fill so many holes holes fill my holes and now it's looking like that that claypool pick will basically be like a first round pick so they got to uh they got some work to do I mean, what's that got to do with anything? That shit's gone. Uh, just like if they can move back and also get like a first and a second or something, like just they need to add inventory. I mean, I know they have the Ravens second, but a higher second. The thing that really screws the Bears is their strength of schedule is way better than anticipated at the beginning. So they basically lose all tiebreakers with other teams when it comes down to it, if they finish with the same record. Bears' uh, strength of schedule is definitely inflated by playing the NFC and AFC East. Yeah, downside. Downside to we're, we're probably going to end up with like the fifth pick because of this stupid shit. Actually, we're probably going to lose out and retain the second pick. I mean, there's no reason to think they're going to win another football game. Wow, can I yeah, go back and give I, your boy uh, Cole Komet some credit uh, for a, a second week in a row? He fumbles, but he fights his tail off to get this ball back. Uh, these are the highlights. It's going to be your boy soon. These are the highlights we're celebrating. What a it's, already his, it's already his boy. He already loves Cole Komet, dude. After, like, weeks and weeks of just ripping on him, Joe is converted. That's my guy. He's he's everybody's guy, man. He's the tight end one in my heart. Well, Joe, this team sucks. This Sunday, this Sunday you is your favorite game. week of the year. Packers. No, Packers I don't want to talk about it. And Aaron Rodgers has to miraculously come back from his punctured lung to to haunt my dreams. Maybe we'll get a win, uh, and and he'll like have some career-ending injury. Whoa! And that that, that would be the last. Yeah, whoa is right. 
that would be like the lasting memory of Aaron Rodgers. It's unnecessary. No, it's not. That motherfucker said he owned us last year. So, how different is that? How far from that is? How far from the truth is that? Who cares? It's disrespectful. Well, he can respectfully give us a loss so he can stay in the second spot in the draft. No. Oh, I mean, yes, probably. Thank you. Whatever this Jalen Carter, and after somebody tra- trading back, I mean, this is a pipe back. I think they were trading back with the Lions, and it ended up with uh, Jalen Carter and Jordan Addison. I'm like, I'll take that all day. Yeah, that'd be yeah. amazing. Yeah. Addison's yeah, probably. I feel like if they added a second pick, they would definitely just, like you said, just keep it in the fucking trenches. We'll see. They're terrible up front on both sides of the football. I mean, you, you, we got to see what the they Jets do in free agency, over. though, before we can. Oh, yeah, the Jets had their way with whatever his name was. Who? It's what not his name. Brees Hall was hurt. Ze- Zebra Knight, Chris. <laughs> Zonovan. Uh, Knight. Zonovan. Zonovan. Uh, uh, yeah. Zonovan Knight. 14 carries, 59 nice yards. No tutties for him, but then they had Ty Johnson with five carries for 62 yards. And a teddy. Oh, fucking my self one yards. Yeah, so the question they, is. They ran all over. Yeah. It's only going to get worse this week with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. And I heard Aaron. Yes. All he's going to do is turn around and hand the ball off. He's going to get a couple of those pop passes for touchdown. Bears are going to get a nice look at their free agent signing Elton Jenkins right away. Yeah, that would be nice. First day of free agency. Give him a fat stack. I would love that. Him and Deron Payne. Call it a win. That would I would especially love that. I don't think Payne makes a free agency. I think Washington signs him or free agent or uh, franchises him. Did you guys see that Sean Taylor shit? Oh, yes. Absolute no. terrible. So the Washington Commanders were supposed to unveil a, a Sean Taylor statue mm-hmm. um, at their stadium. And on the big unveiling last week before the game, they they pull the they pull the curtain down, and it's not a statue. It's a man. It's like a it's like a mannequin, like floating jersey with like a floating helmet prototype. It was supposed to be a statue of Sean Taylor, and they gave him like a mannequin with a jersey on. It was like a wire mannequin. It was yeah, like a wire mannequin, and the, and the, the jerseys. And get this, I don't know if you picked up on this. But apparently the the helmet, the jersey, and the, the pants, Redskins, they like didn't match. They, they didn't match like Sean Taylor. Like they, they weren't matching sets. Like they never, wore, they never like wore that set in the game because it wasn't wasn't it like it wasn't like a matching set. It was like wearing like the whole top with the way bottoms or something like that. Dude, what is? Dan Snyder, man, he's he's got to go. That's just horrible. What a way to honor the guy by giving him a wire mannequin. Fucking stupid, man. And calling it a statue. I mean, it's in a plastic box. 
great. Would have been would have been cooler if they had Sean Taylor cryogenically frozen in the state. That would have been cool. That, that, I would have paid to see that. that and then cool. when they get the then when they get the technology, they're gonna unfreeze him and Ted Williams, and they're gonna come play, come back to play. Anything Ted Williams can still hit the baseball. Anything is possible. What you said, Joe? You think Ted Williams can still hit the baseball? Ted Williams has the coolest career arc I've ever seen. It was like MVP, World War II, World War II, comes back and he wins like the batting title then. Dude takes a few years off to get a fight in the war and then comes back and just automatically wins awards again. I feel like Ted Williams was like out of his era. Like he was like a, a million times better than anybody else in his era. He's playing against guys like that Will, should be better. Like Will Chamberlain? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just finished watching it. That was like the most boring game ever. The Bears the game? game. <laughs> the Jets game. <laughs> uh yeah. All the all of the things. Mike White looked great. Oh my god, dude. I should have followed my gut for fantasy. Yeah. Well, I think at this point, you're playing any quarterback that's playing against the Bears. I was ready to play Jordan Love, Joe. Especially with with Eddie Jackson back there. Without Eddie Jackson. Not back there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Any of your d- daily fantasy, I'm sure your Aaron Rodgers price is going to be really expensive this week. It's not. It's not bad, but it's not quite the value that Jordan Love would be. Well, well, you know, anyways, in, in limited action, you know, I mean, he threw a nice slant pass that his receiver took to the house. I mean, that was a pat. That was like. Fucking Trevor Simeon could have hit that pass. I mean, sure. let's not sure. let's not stroke this dude. Uh, Joe Bucker, whoever the fuck was calling that game, was like, "Oh yeah, it was a really nice pass." Like, no, it wasn't. Like, it was fine. Like, he couldn't he couldn't put it in the end zone at the end of the game when they were in the red zone. The biggest thing I the biggest thing I took from that was Christian Walton is effing fast, man. So yeah. holy shit, he hit that. That corner. was like absolute lightning, dude. Yeah, that's gonna be a long term problem. On the Bears. That's that's gonna be a long term problem, I think, Christian Watson. Yeah, mm. I hope not, but I think you're right. Well, you remembered all the three of us all pined for him for about six months, so the two of us pined for Pickens. And he's doing pretty good. Should we run the Bears? Is that what we're saying? I think we should. I'm actually, I'm actually surprised that I've said it before. I'm actually surprised at how well some of these Twitter scouts evaluate players. Some of their evaluations are pretty spot on. As a former NFL, as a former NFL scout, I would say that uh, I, I would say that some of them are good and some of them are, are really bad. I'd say everybody has their hits and misses. 
I think we we For tend sure. to remember the the really good calls and and the ones that agree with our assessment rather than the ones that don't. Do y'all miss Roquan Smith? Who? No. Me either. I love Jack Samborn. Jack Samborn does need to get better in pass pass coverage, but him as a run stuffer is fun to watch, man. Pops dudes. He's a little thumper, ain't he? Crushes, dude. I, I love watching him in the run game. I mean, he just he fills gaps, and you know he's gonna he's always gonna bring the wood. At least always uh, hustled too. Is Velas Jones ever going to not be a little bitch? Speaking of our rookies, what is Velas Jones ever not going to be a little bitch? Oh, be a little bitch. I thought you said be able to bitch. I'm like bitch about what? What's he bitching about? No. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. He's he's he's, he's your grandfather, Joe. He's old as dirt, and he can and, and he didn't say like he, he hadn't got on the field really consistently yet, outside of these little orbit motions. And we drafted him to be a receiver, didn't we? That's what they told us. Yeah, we drafted him to be Debo. Okay, and he hadn't done anything like that. Yeah, why don't they put him in the backfield? Well, I've been saying for a while. They should. Unlock this offense. That's what I've been hearing. Uh, uh, some, somebody, some, some genius has been telling me <laughs> that, he, that he's going to unlock the offense. But I haven't seen it quite yet. Chris is on mute. What do you have to say about that? I mean, Lou, isn't that what you've been hearing? That he's the key to unlock the offense? Chris muted himself. He's angry. This is like around the horn. Yeah, because he hates when he hates when we talk about that. I'm trying to talk about the Packers here, and now we're going to upset them. Uh, all right, no, we're not going to upset them. They're going to beat the shit out of us. Bears are plus four. Money line over under forty three and a half. Are we that's home? What I'm, that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, home. This is from uh from. Spread consensus pick plus four. That why does that line seem suspicious? Because Justin Fields is going to be the most electric player on the field. I mean, they must think that he's going to be playing if they're only plus four. I think with Simeon, they'd probably be at least seven and a half or eight. There's no chance we slow down Rodgers. I mean, he's just going to pick us apart, but I don't even think he'll throw that many times. No, he's going to throw it 12 times. Over under 43. Plus he's going to throw it 12 times for four touchdowns. <laughs> I mean, if <laughs> if Fields plays, I feel like 43 and a half is not a high number for him playing. I agree. Especially if we get Bayless Jones out there to unlock the offense. Joe, would you give up draft positioning to win this week? Yes. 
Yes, every every, every matchup against the Packers is uh, is a yes. Chris, and I know that's like shooting yourself in the foot, but that's okay. Shoot my big toe off. Chris, what? would you give up draft position? Would you give up draft position to win this week? No. That's Chris wants to lose that. Mature. Chris has maturity. He's seen the Bears lose to the Packers as many more times than I have. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. No, they're not gonna. They're not gonna beat the Packers. No. And honestly, I don't know how. I don't know how I feel about uh, Fields playing anyway. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that too. Like, okay, with five games left. Uh, we'll get some life back in the conversation with with five games left, yeah, you know, six weeks, and where you you've lost Mooney, you obviously don't have Herbert for for the time being, and whatever else is going on with the offense, like Fields' his shoulder is not a hundred percent. Clearly, is it worth it to play him these last five games? You not just let Simeon ride this thing out. You just play for that draft position. I mean, not not overtly, but you, you go out there, you try to win, but. With so many of your weapons being down less than 100%, do you not just uh, tell him to watch from the sidelines and prep? Can't do that. I don't think you can. I mean, he still has more to learn, too, and he needs these valuable game reps. Um, I mean, I don't think they should throw him out there if he's, like, at, like, 50 or 75%, but if he's approaching 90% good and – you know, they dial back his running a little bit. I think he absolutely should play. Uh, I mean, I don't know. You're walking a fine line of – you don't want him to, you know, despise the organization for not letting him play football. There's 16 games a year, 17 games a year. Injuries happen. I don't know. But where's the wand to protect him? Not calling design QB runs all the time. True. Making him throw the ball away. Getting getting him some quick game, some easy quick game. You know, just doing some different things like that. Um, but, I mean, injuries happen. None of these guys are ever going to be 100% toward the end of the year. I think it's a little bit unfair to just say, yeah, we should we should bench him for the year. I mean, it's, it's only his second year playing as well. So, still a lot for the kid to learn. Yeah, I mean, if he if he dies on the field, no big deal. It's only a second year, you know. He can always, you know, come back to life next year and and play. Maybe it's not going to die in the field. He could, and that would be terrible. I mean, you throw him out there behind this fucking O line with like literally one less weapon of an already shitty weapons room is uh asking for trouble and what are you going to do not run him I mean what else are you going to do on offense I mean I know you said quick game blah 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 but like I said that hasn't been his game all year you're not going to change it to it nobody can get open at the line of scrimmage so it's like what, what quick game do you really have just get an eye formation pound out I mean, they, they worked out some things last week. 
at least giving guys chances and throwing the ball away. I mean, there's still things to learn. Like I said, I'm not saying put the guy out there if he's clearly hurt, but if he's close to 90%, yeah, I would not I wouldn't keep him on the bench the rest of the year. Yeah, I don't know if I – I don't know. Whatever. Fields is a gamer. If you throw him out there, he's going to run. He's just going to – and, you know. That's fine. I mean, football, it's a violent sport. I mean, I get it. You have to protect the guy from himself, but I don't know. You also don't want to encourage that kind of culture. I mean, the guys in the locker room know when, you know, when he's good and he's he knows when he's about ready, ready to go, so. There's there's a decent amount at stake in other aspects of it as well. Chris, if you were Justin Fields, would you lie a little bit and say you weren't ready? No, he already said he wanted to play this week. Oh, but I'm saying if you were Justin Fields, if Chris was Justin Fields. If Chris were Justin Fields, I would eat a steak and go play. But I'm not Justin Fields. Justin Fields eats fucking He's a vegan, isn't he? Yeah, his shoulders already healed. This injury would never even happen if he wasn't a vegan. That's right. Eat some meat, Justin. Eat some meat. All right, well, what are our keys to beating the Packers? Stop the run. Stop Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. I mean, I know that's not going to happen, but like that. Hit, the, hit Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Generate one QB pressure. Do it. Do what uh, Philadelphia did. The Packers have lost seven out of eight, which is a shocker. Well, they They've suck. They're, they're, they're a bad matchup for us. <clears throat> Everyone's yeah. a bad matchup for us at this point. Especially with Jones and 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 Dylan and uh, zero defenders anymore. Exactly, exactly. Double double true for both of you. It's going to be Jack Sanborn versus AJ Dylan and and Aaron Jones. And Aaron Jones is going to give that young man a concussion, and that makes me sad. I don't think so. Jack Jack Sanborn is the Terminator. He's going to lay the wood. Now that's Will Anderson. It's two on one. AJ Dillon is a machine. He's a tank. He's got Jack it. bangs his head against that tank enough times he's gonna get a concussion. AJ Dillon's been garbage this year, if I'm being hundred percent honest. The Packers run game hasn't been good this year. Do we really want that Elton Jenkins guy? Yeah. Yes, we do. Why are you saying that, Joe? Because Joe just likes to be a contrarian. He just wants to be a Yeah, it's the pack. I'm just putting two and two together. You guys just said, which you're right, the Packers running game hasn't been as effective this year. Well, Jenkins is one of the drivers in the Packers running game. Just double checking, making sure that. He's one of five, just like Jenkins on the Bears is one of five. And Aaron Jones has been fine. I said Dylan's been trash. Yeah, I'm looking at the numbers now. Dylan has 531 yards still. It's actually not terrible. 
What's his yards per carry? 4.3. That's, that's Jones is at 5.3. That's amazingly mind-blowing that he has a 4.3 yards per carry average. Hey, just, you're, you're just frustrated because he's sitting on your fantasy football bench not doing No, anything. I cut that fool, dude. I cut that fool. He could, dude, he's inconsistent. He gets like 12 carries a game for like 50 to 60 yards, if that. And he doesn't score. Like his whole thing was supposed to be he scores touchdowns. He doesn't even vulture anymore. Aaron Jones has four or five touchdown games. And A.J. Dillon plays with his socks on the sideline. They're good buddies, man. They, they share they share the limelight. Uh-huh. So they're gonna run wild on us this Sunday. Is this gonna yes. be the Aaron Jones performance where he scores the the annual Aaron Jones performance where he scores four touchdowns? He's already done that yeah. once this year, though. In what game? Mm-hmm. Did he score all of his touchdowns in one game? I think so. Like week three or four. Total. I don't know. Look at his game log. I feel like he scored like three or four in one game. Like week three or four. I don't remember. They've lost fucking seven out of eight, dude. I doubt he scored in any of those games. <laughs> no, all his touchdowns were spread out. Hmm. Whatever. Unless he's had in the game is two. So... Well, maybe this is the week then. Maybe I was fore- forecasting or foreshadowing or foreskinning. I don't know. Whoa. Well, this is the Packers get right week, but I think the line at plus four is definitely fishy. Yeah, that's super suspect, especially with that foreign 43 and a half point total. It sounds like Fields is playing for sure. You taking the over, Lucas? Yeah, but I am worried. I don't know. I feel like Fields isn't going to end up playing, even though the line says otherwise. I vote for them not to play him. I would have sit him out until the bye week. I agree with that. Just playing. Just make sure he he dies before next year, Lucas. If he dies, he dies. If he dies, he dies. I don't have much more to add to this conversation. It's uh, it is what it is. The Bears stink. The Bears suck. So we're all skipping on the number the number two pick and trading back. I am. Yes. Please. Twice. Yeah, I think I am also. So, all right, we'll revisit this as time goes on. Time. Uh, who are we in contention with with the number one pick? It's the we're not getting that. Yeah, we're not getting that. They pretty much locked the Texans are terrible. We are. We. Uh, it's good that the Steelers won though, because they moved out of tied with us. Oh yeah, Houston's at Miami. The Carolina won. So that was good. Houston can beat the Jags and the Colts and the Titans. 
That's not true. No, they can't. The Texans are horrible. Oh, yeah, we beat them. They are terrible. We beat, we beat the, the Niners, too, somehow. But, but think about it. The Niners lost to the Bears and the Broncos. Monsoon. Yeah, there's another one in there, too. Like, didn't they lose, like, the Panthers or some shit, too? They lost to some other shit team. The Niners were, like, four and six for a minute or whatever. Or four and... Maybe they were, like... They have six losses. I think they have three or four losses. But, yeah, you're right. Now they were, like, 500... They're currently at seven, seven and four. Seven and four. Third, fourth, fourth placed in the NFC. Oh, they, they lost to Atlanta. Damn, they're they lost, lost to the Bears, the Broncos, and Atlanta. I bet that would frustrate. Uh, I bet that would frustrate their fan base. <laughs> They're, they're like believe in 49ers podcast about every week they think about damn it we gave those those three games away shit dude they gave all those picks away for Trey Lance and they still have yet to see the guy really play he stinks Jimmy G string is the truth yes sir Portage. all right Give me your predictions, and then Jay can sing this song. Bears 13, 13, Packers 34. Is that with or without fields? Without. Now give me one with fields. With fields, 34 to 20. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. 34 points. 27 16 Packers. With or without fields. Does, does not matter. You think they only score 16 with fields? Yep. You're a dirty liar. He's got nobody to fucking throw to again. Yeah, I mean, it's all over without Mooney. 31-17 without Fields. 31-27 with Fields. Packers winning both scenarios. I'm going to be so pissed if it's 31-27. It better not be 31-27. Why? Why not? Because I'm gonna feel I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna buy into some hope. It'll be it'll be thirty one to like twenty, and they'll so, sh- score some garbage fucking touchdown. All right, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. No, it'll be uh, it'll be twenty seven twenty four, and then Rogers will get the ball forty seconds. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're right. Nah, that Elton Jenkins guy can't block, so you know Armand Watts will get oh, a sack. Elton John. Armand Watts. Did you guys see the? Uh, did you guys see the guy? The guy in the Seahawks game fucking ran off the sideline and started blocking on the interception. Yeah, that was awesome. Did you see that, Joe? Yes, I loved it. You ever really like the NFL has to find the guy, right? 
Oh yeah. My my radio partner, uh, whenever we're down on the sidelines at the, at, the, at the end of the Alabama games, he's like, "I'm ready to go out there. I'm ready to give my life to the tide. If they if they come this way, I'll sacrifice myself." <laughs> I'm like, wearing a helmet or something? We no, should we dress up in the uniform. No, we just get you to should go dress down up there. in the uniform. No, no, no. We just get to go down there at the end of the game. <laughs> he's not dressed up. That'd be up. sick if you went down there in a in a Gaither uniform. He's a, he's I think he'd a, be number ten. Joe would be number ten. Gaither. Ten would be a fine number. Big, big number ten. Oh well, Krogman. Yeah, why are you shaking your head, Chris? You don't think Joe would be number ten? Why do you think he'd be number ten? I don't know. I, I feel like if you were just looking at him on the sideline and be like, yeah, that guy's like the third string quarterback. Uh, who's, his, who's, who's his favorite? Who's his favorite player? Or who's his favorite third string quarterback? Second string quarterback? Mitch. Yeah, there you go. That's why. No, no I just, I'm not even picturing that. I'm just picturing Joe. Like if I was in the stands, I would look at him and be like, yeah, he's, he's the, he's the third string quarterback. The guy who didn't even prepare the whole week. I was like, great, I'm never going to play. The clipboard holder. Yeah, I'm signaling all the plays. Mm -hmm. They give me all the dummy plays. I'm not really signaling in the plays. If I saw, I'm signaling if I saw Chris the on the sideline, if I saw Chris on the sideline, I would think he would be number 56. I'll take it. Oh, little Lawrence Taylor action. Chris is seventy-nine. Ooh, not far off. Not far off, there, friend. It's a terrible number. My my number was terrible too. I don't care for it, but whatever. I wore eleven in high school to bust your bubble. Oh, that was close. I wore 74, which is not even close. That's a good number. Tevin Jenkins. Yeah, it's Tevin Jenkins. 76, asshole. Who's 74? Is that Borm? He's 75. 70, right? Jones is 74. Probably like Mike Knox. Schofield's 79. Cody, 65. 67's that fucker from Notre Dame. I don't know who 74 is. Last 74 I can remember, I think, was Reuben Brown. That's the last one I can remember, I think. Elton Jenkins wore 74. I, think. I don't think... Oh, it's Zach Thomas. He's not even on the Bears anymore. <sighs> Sorry, Tevin Jenkins. 76. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't know that. It's a terrible number, too. Bear down. Chicago Bears. Make every play clear the way to victory. Bear down. Chicago Bears. Put up a fight with the might so fearlessly. We'll never forget the way you thrill the nation with your T formation. Bear down, Chicago Bears. And let them know why you're wearing the crown. You're the pride and joy of Illinois, Chicago Bears. Bear down.
the bears. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.